All right. <laughs> Don't know what happened there, but par for the course, right? Welcome back, everybody, to another Going Rounds podcast. Um, I am feeling a bit under the weather, weather today, so I'm not going to be talking great. So that's fun. Um, and I have to be drinking a lot of fluids. And yeah, I probably sound like shit too, but it is what it is. I just wanted to make sure I still jumped on here and, you know, kept the podcast going because. I don't want to be missing days. So, um, yeah, I'm here barely. Uh, I think I'm going to be doing better tomorrow. I, I, I have been feeling better as the days progress, but, you know, uh, when you feel sick, you feel sick. And it, it sometimes it lingers and sometimes it goes away quick. But um, hopefully I can catch myself coughing and mute my mic so you don't have to hear that. But I am coughing here and there, and I do have to keep clearing my throat, especially talking this much. I probably, um, I probably won't. I haven't talked nearly as much as I need to for this all day. So, uh, yeah, bear with me. <laughs> I'm here though, and I'm gonna, you know, still go over all the fights. There is kind of a lot to go over. Um, there's a few different fights going on this weekend. You got UFC Orlando. Um, we got two one championship fights, only one of which I'm going to go over. I will show you the card for the other, but the other is a over, uh, it's just, uh, I don't even know. One confuses me. I, I don't get it. They hold like two cards at once. It's, it's very weird. Bellator's done similar things. Uh, man, it's going to be tough. Continue talking. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. That's uh it's the kind of day it's been. Just coughing all day. But uh hopefully I um try to get make sure I have everything set up correctly this time. That way if anybody's in the chat I can hopefully see what you have uh what you guys are talking about. Anyway, um yeah, so one championship has two two cards this weekend, and let's see, there's some boxing going on. Uh, UFC, yeah, I think that's it. But you know, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, remind you if you're here and watching to make sure you like this video, even though I sound like shit, <laughs> and subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I am live or put out a new episode. I've been going live, and I'm going to keep doing that. That's kind of going to be my thing. But, you know, if, in case I can't go live or I have to put a video out because something happens, you know, it'll. I, I believe it'll still tell you that I just released it. So either way, um, it's a way to inform me, keep you up to date, and make sure that you know when a new episode is out. Um, but, yeah, there's that. Uh. I'm going to have to make myself some nice hot tea or something after this is over because I can already feel it. It's going to be a rough one. <laughs> anyway, back to it. Um, Let's get into stuff right away. Actually, let's see, was there anything else I needed to mention? Uh, um, not off the bat. I think, uh, yeah, let's just get into it. Let's do some combat sports news get this thing kicked off 
So, if you remember last week, <coughs> the uh, PFL had their World Championship fights, and Perfect. you know it was the day after Thanksgiving. So, and it's their very first pay per view, which is kind of crazy. Um, sounding like they did okay. I didn't see real numbers or anything of that sort. Um, but the word was it was kind of back and forth. Take a sip of my liquid IV here. Trying to get myself hydrated. Um, but the numbers weren't great, but they weren't horrible is what I heard. So, not too bad considering it's the day after Thanksgiving. It's a holiday weekend. A lot of people are out of town. Spending time with families. Stuff like that. So, you know, I guess you kind of just deal with what you got. Um, it was a weird one. Uh, there were some good fights. Um, Olivier Oban Mercier won. Uh, who else won? Bubba Jenkins lost, unfortunately, but Brendan Lochnane, which I failed to, I failed to talk about him a little more last when I was going through it, but I had kind of forgotten he was on the alt, uh, not the Ultimate Fighter. He was on Dana White's Contender Series, and he was actually. The reason why Dana went off this past like season of the contender series in the beginning, he went off because he said that people just didn't seem like they wanted it. Um, it didn't seem like they were there to to fight. And this all was because of the fact that Brendan Lockney went for a takedown in the last like few seconds of the fight. And I guess it just set Dana off. Um, and he just like cut, cussed everybody out and was just like, none of you want it. I'm not giving anybody a contract. So pretty much Brendan Lockney won his fight. Um, seemed pretty dominant in the fight. But because of that and Dana throwing a little fit, he didn't get the contract for the UFC. So he wound up in the PFL. So I thought that was a cool backstory just because, you know, Perfect. it sucks that that happened to him. But, you know, he came back and in the pfl made his way through the season undefeated you know for the fights that counted for the season and made his way to the million dollars and he got the belt and he got the check so you know if that's not a kick in the ass to the ufc i don't know what is but sometimes they pass up fighters and you know not everybody's gonna have the great performance when they need to so sometimes it's not organization's fault that they passed up on somebody even though maybe they knew their background but maybe they just thought hey he's not gonna make it when it's under the bright lights and and the biggest you know platform out there so it's gonna look weird because i don't think you're gonna hear that <laughs> i hope not I'm muting my mic because I, I don't want you to have to hear me cough. It's ridiculous. And I'm over here putting my arm over. You don't have to see me coughing. It's so dumb. But I still wanted to do this. I've prepared. I've got everything going. So I'm going to keep going. And I'm not going to go on a tangent every time I cough. I just wanted to let you know it's going to sound weird. And the mic's going to turn off because I got a cough. Anyway, Brendan Lockdown, he, he proved the UFC wrong. Got that million dollars. Got that belt. And yeah, uh, now he's a champ, and I'm sure he's gonna have a lot, a lot more fights to come with the PFL. So, and he says that. Uh, oh, 
Um, OAM also said that he felt way better in the PFL than he did in the UFC. He said in the UFC, he just felt like a number. And in the PFL, he feels like an actual fighter that matters. You know, a person, not just a number. So, I don't know, man. Some of these... Uh, some of these fighters are coming out with some shit and and saying some things that makes the ufc look real bad but i guess uh ufc is just the biggest platform to be on um i know from everything i've heard and seen that they treat their fighters really well but then i've heard all these other bad stories as well yeah all kinds of things are on me today um anyway uh have to keep clearing my throat and drinking water um so yeah uh it, i mean it makes the ufc look bad but they're also a business and you know I've, I've said this before they're a business and they're gonna do things to make their business do well and i i guess that's it is what it is but it is the biggest platform to be on and people want to be there they get the most eyes on on that show so people will take less money to go there and i can't blame them but anyway the biggest news out of this card is kayla harrison actually lost uh aside from what i said because i had said that she was that i didn't think there was any way she was going to lose he had already beaten pacheco twice uh and so this was their third fight and sometimes this happens you know the the third fight or even fighting somebody a second time after you beat them pretty uh i really hope that's not okay after you after you beat somebody um let's see yeah after you beat somebody uh definitively you know sometimes you take it you take advantage of that you take it for granted so that's what i'm trying to say sorry i was just trying to set something up over here things are going a little wonky but uh yeah so um i don't think she took her for granted i just think she had an off night and you know she didn't get she didn't get knocked out she didn't get submitted she lost on a decision and pacheco was landing shots on her and getting her into bad positions but in the end i mean she did her thing and she she got the win kayla didn't do enough she didn't look like herself she was off and that's that's the way it goes so unfortunately for her she loses the third fight in that in that uh trilogy and she loses her belt she didn't get the million dollars she doesn't get the third you know winning the everything for the third time in a row or fourth i don't remember which one it is but either way uh yeah so i mean i was kind of sad to see it because i do like kayla harrison and she really is hard on herself she gives a shit about everything that she does um she usually doesn't take things for granted i don't like i said i don't think she did i think she just had an off night and it was one of those times where it just wasn't her night so unfortunately she lost the belt and we got ourselves a new champ in uh, Larissa Pacheco. And we'll see what if they, they do the rematch. I don't know. 
there's a lot of talks about what's going to happen with Kayla. So, I guess we'll see. Um, moving on, though, <laughs> we got some interesting stuff as far as news. Patty Pimblett and Jake Paul are going back and forth right now. Well, who isn't Jake Paul going back and forth with right now? He's got Nick. Uh, Nick. He's got Nate Diaz. He's got Patty Pimblett, and he's got um, Tommy uh, Fury. That he's going. He's throwing challenges out there too. And but right now, Patty is like the one that there was a back and forth with. There was some videos thrown around. Um, but here's the problem. Patty said, if you don't know who Patty Pimblett is, he's he's an up and coming star in the UFC. Uh, he's been winning his fights. He's got a great personality. He's signed with Barstool, so he's out there getting paid for having that personality. He's got big sponsorships and uh, outside of the UFC, so that's good. But, um, you know, he's touted to be like one of the biggest up-and-coming stars. But he said he, he jumped on that train of Oh, the fight was rigged with Jake Paul and Anderson Silva. And, you know, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't with that anymore. I, I can't do that anymore. I don't know why, I don't know why other fighters would believe something like that. Because I know, you know that they, they wouldn't do such a thing. Maybe they would. Maybe that's why they think it. But I, I don't know why this continues to be a narrative. Like, just get over it, you know? Jake Paul is who he is. He's going to run into somebody that... Or he's going to make a bad decision. And he's going to run into somebody that's going to knock his ass out. Or going to put work on him and beat him. Even if it is by decision. So... You know, just let it be. Let the guy learn the hard way. Um, stop talking about rigged fights, especially with Anderson Silva. You can talk about rigged fights with other people. Um, I don't think it was rigged when it comes to Ben Askren or especially Tyron Woodley and especially Anderson Silva. But just people keep wanting to do it, keep wanting to say it, keep wanting to say it and put it out there like that. So it just gets annoying. But anyway, here's the challenge that, uh, Jake Paul issued to Patty Pimblett. I hope this plays and comes through correctly. But here we go. There we go. So that played a couple extra times because, well, I uh, 
things are just happening <laughs> anyway that's the challenge hopefully you heard it um yeah i don't know he's he's throwing challenges left and right a uh, million dollars to spar uh jake paul for patty pimblet and he also said that if patty wins he gets the million dollars right but if jake wins then patty's got to go out there and uh join the united fighters association that they're trying to do him and anderson his same kind of challenge he made to anderson and then uh and he's got to go out and help get all the uk fighters in the ufc to, to join as well so that's what he's doing with patty pamlet and he's also got because nate diaz is now an officially officially a free agent which means he's out of his contract and all of his negotiation periods with the ufc so he fought out his contract and it's over now. All of the, the not uh, all of the time periods that are mixed in with all that are over. So here's what Jake Paul sends out to Nate. Hi Nate, finally out of your UFC contract. Let's see how tough you are in bo in the boxing ring instead of hallway slap contests. I have a venue booked. Offer is ready when you are. Just need you to sign. So there you go. I don't know if Nate's into that right now or what he's got in mind. I know Bare Knuckles gonna go after him heavily from what I heard um, the owner uh, or the president of BKFC said. Uh, so I don't know if Nate's gonna go with what he feels is right or what he wants to do or if he's gonna go with the money, who knows. Either way though, um, it's interesting. Every, I think everybody kind of thinks right now that, that he's going to go the Jake Paul route. Uh, that's definitely going to be some money. So I wouldn't I wouldn't count it out. And it's a big fight. It's going to have a lot of eyes on it. So we'll see where they go with that one. But in other news, we got Connor. I mentioned this last time. Connor and his old best friend <laughs> artem are uh involved in a lawsuit because artem says that he had uh he had his hand in uh making up the uh, proper 12 whiskey for, for connor he said he came up with the idea and the name and everything so of course back and forth connor's calling him a rat and <laughs> calling him all kinds of things but he said this out the uh the other day i, I just thought it was funny he said, this is a call out to Artem, the Fanny Fairy Pad <laughs> Loboff. I'm challenging you to a fight tonight, 10.30 p.m. I'll meet you down at SBG Concord and we'll fight for the whole lot. Going through having lawyers, did he say, wait, going through having lawyers message me and defamation and all that suing and all. You're a little blouse mate. I'll see you at SBG tonight at 10.30 p.m. And I'll fight you for the whole lot. Answer this fucking call out, you little blouse. <laughs> He's just talking shit. So, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. But it, it sucks to see because they were really good friends. And it seemed like it was pretty genuine. Um, so, yeah, that's what's happening with that. Um... I don't know what I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm sorry, I got lost there for a second. I was just oh. Um Artem 
I, I don't know. Artem might have a case or something. I don't know if he has any proof. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a space case right now. But this this is just weird and it's ongoing and it sucks to see because they were good friends as you can even in this picture you can kind of tell they're always so happy for each other when they want and now they're like at it um i haven't seen any kind of you know blowback from artem coming after this or like response or anything but yeah it is what it is uh moving on we got boxing this weekend too um this is tyson fury versus uh Tesora, who he's fought twice before and won both times one was a uh sorry one was a uh a decision win and the other was a uh corner stoppage they basically said they they threw in the towel um so is another one this has been like this throughout the year a few fights like this have happened where someone's beaten their opponent once or twice before they come back and then they lose so you know we had Guzman and Edwards that was a rematch where you know Guzman was completely favored to win and then lost in the last minute and then you had uh Kayla Harrison just now uh, losing to Pacheco. So there's that one. And she had fought Pacheco twice. And then there was, what was the other one? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Adesanya and uh, uh, Pajera. Like, they had fought twice. Adesanya had lost twice. And then he loses again. So it's kind of crazy. Um, so we'll see how this one goes. I mean, Tyson Fury has been winning most of his fights recently. So, I mean, I'll be wa I'll be watching for the highlights and seeing how what the outcome of this will be because Tyson is uh, Tyson Fury is trying to call out a lot of people right now and getting big fights. And he just seen, you know he retired for a minute and he was he said he was done and then he came back and just kind of said I don't. I heard him in an interview not too long the other day, earlier this week actually, and he said, Ooh. one second, oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, he said that, uh, Ooh. I'm all over the place. This is horrible. I'm sorry, I apologize. I probably sound like crap. Uh, yeah, gotta keep it going. Um, he said that he doesn't know what his life is. He doesn't know what life is without boxing and training. So it's uh, it sounds like he's gonna be fighting for a while until he figures out something else that's gonna keep him in line. I guess he just drinks too much and gets probably gets depressed and stuff when he's not fighting. So his retirement was short lived. He's still boxing. He's got this fight coming up. And I know there's still those talks of Nganu. But until he sorts that out with the UFC, nothing's going to happen with that. So if you want to watch them boxing this weekend, you can catch that. It says two world heavy, heavyweight title fights one night. So you got Fury versus Chisora 
for the WBC World Heavyweight Championship. And then you got the WBA World Heavyweight Championship, which is Dubois versus Lorena. So there you go. Um, that's December 3rd, which would be Saturday. Um, and I think that one is taking place overseas. Yeah, BT Sport. So it's probably earlier in the day, if I remember correctly, from what I saw. But there you go. And then, like I said, one championship has two fight cards this weekend. Um, this one is in Manila. So uh, this is one of their numbered events. So it's one, 164. Um, looks like it's a strawweight world championship for MMA. And then you've got... Uh, a flyweight Muay Thai World Championship, World Grand Prix Championship, um, and then you got, and one name here that I actually know out of all these guys is Brandon Vera. He's fighting Amir Alakbari. So Brandon Vera used to be in the UFC a long time ago. Um, he was around when I first started watching, and he was one of those guys I did watch for quite a while, and I rooted for a lot because I thought he was. I don't know, I just, something drew me to him. I thought he was cool and a good fighter. And he's still out there doing the damn thing, so. Um, and it seems like he's doing pretty well in one FC, or one championship. <laughs> but uh, uh, he's fighting just in a normal heavyweight bout for MMA. Um, so yeah, there's that. And I'm looking at the rest of this card. I mean, you've got another MMA, MMA, uh, a flyweight Muay Thai fight. Uh, more MMA. Looks like mostly MMA and Muay Thai in this card. There's no submission grappling or anything of that sort. Uh, like they do have sometimes. So. That will bring us over to the other one championship fight card, which is the Ritter versus Molly Ken. Molly Ken? I, I hope I'm saying that right, but I'm not sure because I've never heard it said. But uh, yeah, uh, apparently DeRitter is a fucking monster, and we're supposed to be keeping our eyes open for this guy because he's doing big things in MMA, and he right now he's a double champ. He's the um oh hold on because I just had this. It or was hold on. My mouse has to work with me here. <laughs> so his name is Reiner the Ritter, and he's the middleweight and light heavyweight world champion in one FC. One championship. I gotta stop saying one FC. Forget how dry your throat gets when you're sick. <laughs> It's hard to talk a lot but anyway so yeah he's a double champ right now and this was gonna be a light heavyweight world championship against i wish i could say his name correctly because i know i feel like i'm not saying it right but let me see and anatoly malik malik malikin malikin i don't know <laughs> But yeah, so that's going to, I mean, it sounds to me like this is going to be an exciting fight, light heavyweight. Um, there's the rest of the card. We have, oh, 
that's weird. Super bond. Huh. That's not on here, though. That's odd. Their cards don't match up. Anyway. Um, so you do have a lightweight submission grappling world championship, which is Cade Ru Rutolo versus Mateus Gabriel. Um, I know Cade Rutolo's a badass, and he's just like Spider-Man out there and shit. So you have an Adam Waite Muay Thai world championship, which Adam Waite girls throw down like fast hands, fast kicks. I mean, these girls are fast, all of them. Adam Waite is one, 105 uh 105 pound girls women so uh it's it's it gets exciting um so you got that muay thai world championship title fight <coughs> and then you got roberto Sol soldic versus murad ramazanov for welterweight uh mma fight to finish off that card um yeah, and then you got an undercard there. Let's see, any not really any names I know too well from this card. Yeah, it looks like there's one difference, which I don't understand that because Superbond is a big name. Unless it got canceled. I'm gonna have to figure that out. Because that's weird. Anyway, so there's your second one championship fighting card on prime video uh so that's gonna be on amazon and i'm sure it'll be on the front page so easy to find if you have amazon prime uh and you should be able to watch it it's it's free if you have prime so it's uh one on prime video five is what it's called and let's see here yeah that's it for that one now we can move on um so i'm just blowing through this because man i i feel like garbage right now and talking's not helping <laughs> so i'm gonna just keep going and get through this ufc card but this ufc card is pretty much the uh most important subject i wanted to get to here let's move on to that this fight is going to be nice. I think it's going to be a good fight. Uh, Thompson versus... Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. Thompson versus Holland. I was trying to think of Steven Wonderboy Thompson versus Kevin Holland, which Kevin Holland should have a nickname. I think, his, I think it's like Trailblazer or something, but it should be like Superhero because this is... If you remember me talking about him before... He, uh, he always seems to be involved in fighting crime of some sort during, like, the few weeks leading up to his fight. He stopped the guy from stealing a purse. Um, he stopped another guy who was assaulting somebody. Uh, like, he, like, chases people down and holds them down until the cops get there. So, he's like Batman or some shit. <laughs> That's what he always says. But, yeah, so this should be a good fight because they're both kind of similar type fighters. I forgot to hit the mute there. I'm sorry. Um, they're both similar type fighters. They're both long, 
long lengthy fighters too and they both have uh good good long kicks and, and punches so when it comes down to it i feel like this should be a pretty good fight the only issue is thompson is quite a bit older than holland and holland's been on a bit of a tear and thompson's kind of he's kind of been on a downswing so uh which is unfortunate but here's the rest of the card so at the bottom of the card you know you got um just some normal fights um not anybody too notable but we gotta give him love you know um i'm not gonna try to say it. Estela nunez i can say that name <laughs> yasmin your i don't know i'm trying i'm butchering that i'm sure marcelo rojo versus francis marshall that's a featherweight fight uh the women's fight that i mentioned is a strawweight fight Katan levy versus gennaro valdez is a lightweight fight and we got a very interesting fight here i can't believe this is so low on the prelim card so this is just the prelims here I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, I'm excited for this card or this fight because uh, Tracy Cortez is on a, I think he said three fight win streak. Um, she's been doing well in MMA overall. And uh, her now fiance is Brian Ortega. So you know she's been getting that jiu jitsu work in. Because Brian Ortega is a goddamn master in jiu jitsu. Um, but uh, she's fighting Amanda Ibas, who has been on a, on a tear lately, uh, and she's been fighting pretty big names and winning. So we got uh, so 10-1-0 to 11-3-0 are their records. So, you know, similar type records. Um, Ibas is coming off a loss, though, uh, which... I'm trying to remember who she lost to because I thought it was a win, but I must be forgetting a fight. Uh, looks like it's decisions, you know. That's kind of unfortunately kind of how a lot of these women fights go. But let's check out. Oh, while grappling, you'll see. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty similar all the way across. And it looks like a pick em fight. Big time. <laughs> minus 105 to minus 115. So, yeah, you're not going to get much out of that one. But I feel like it's going to be a good fight. And I'm excited to see it because I do like both these fighters. I'm, I'm probably leaning more towards Tracy on this one. Um, I've kind of followed her a little more. Uh, I don't know. Just a bit more of a favorite. Then you got Darren Elkins versus Jonathan Pierce. I don't know a ton about Jonathan Pierce, but Darren Elkins is a crazy, crazy dude. I mean, he looks like a nerd with this haircut, but then you look down and you see this fucking tattoo that says the damage. Like, I don't... He's definitely damaged. <laughs> but he, it's it's always a bloody fight. He always gets pieced up, but he, he, he comes out with the win a lot. But, I mean, look at his record, 2010. So, you know, it's not a horrible record, but double-digit losses is tough. So, so, yeah, but Darren Elgin's, he's, I think at some point they were calling him Hank Diaz because he goes in there and just 
goes crazy. Uh, but that that should be a decent fight if Jonathan Pierce is there to fight. <laughs> if he's not, then uh, Elgin's might just stomp him. We'll see what happens there though. But hey, Pierce is the favorite by a pretty substantial amount. So I'm thinking he's gonna go in there and fight pretty tactically and maybe you know get the best of Elkins. Then we got Michael Johnson versus Marky Casey. So this should be a pretty good fight. Marky Casey's the favorite, which is kind of surprising, but he has been uh he has been a bit better in his fight as of late as opposed to Michael Johnson. Uh Johnson's just been kind of streaky. There we go again with that bit of a salty record. Coming off a loss. And it's looking like... Yeah, looking like Dia Casey's the, uh, the favorite to win this. Then we got Clay Guida. <laughs> so Clay Guida's been around for a long time. And I'm, I'm sure you've heard of him. He's like, he's like Animal from the Muppets. <laughs> he just goes nuts over everything. I just posted a, reposted something on Instagram and Facebook, I believe. And it's a compilation of him getting slapped around by his brother before jumping in the cage. Um, that's what happens all the time. And it's, it's pretty intense. And then on top of that, he's always burping loudly like the corner man the cor the cut man in the corner will be working on his face and he'll push him away and then turn his head and burp as loud as possible kind of funny but kind of weird at the same time so um i'm surprised he's still I'm surprised he's still fighting look at that record 37 19 and 0 like 30 that's 40 56 fights that's that's a lot of fights and uh he's fighting Scotty Holtzman. Uh, they're both coming off a loss. So I think Scott Holtzman is more than likely going to take this win. Play hasn't looked very good as of late. But it's kind of a close in the odds here. So you never know. Clay, Clay picks up some wins sometimes that you wouldn't think he would. So then you got... Angela Hill, Emily Ducote. I heard her in an interview today. She sounds like she's very, very, very uh, focused and ready to move up in those rankings. And uh, yeah, get this win over Angela Hill. But Angela Hill is unpredictable as well. You never know which she's going to come out crazy and ready or she's going to come out kind of timid and it's going to be a long, boring night if that's what happens. At the moment, Dakota's being favored to win. Then you got Nico Price versus Phil Rowe. Don't know much about Phil, but Nico Price has been around for a bit, and he's, he's a damn good fighter. He's favored to win. I'm going to say he's probably going to come out with that W. So then we move on. This is the main card. Eric Anders versus Kyle Dawkins. I'm surprised. Well, Eric Anders is kind of streaky too. I don't understand that a lot of these guys, they always stay down here at the bottom of the card or in the prelims. And it's because they just win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. It happens like that a lot. Um, Eric Anders coming off a loss, but so is Dawkins. 
Uh, Kyle Dawkins has a brother who fights, I believe, in heavyweight as well. Um, and it's looking like Dawkins is the favorite. So, yeah, there's that. Um, Eric Anders is always fun to watch. And we got um, Jack Hermanson versus Roman Galitze. This is interesting. Why are they both ranked at number eight? And why won't this expand? Ah, okay. So, this must be why. I think Dolize is from a is from another weight class. So he's either dropping weight or jumping up in weight. I would assume jumping up because this initial fight was supposed to be Jack Hermanson versus Derek Brunson, but I think Derek Brunson got hurt or something happened there. I don't fully remember. So this should be interesting. You know, there's no information on any of it. So it's kind of a last minute fight. I believe Hermanson's probably gonna take this win um, if he fights like he has been lately. And then I'll jump over, I'll jump over Ty because I'm gonna get into that one a bit more. Ty Tuivasa versus Sergey Pavlovich. But we got Matthias Nikolaou versus Matt Schnell. Both these guys uh, are coming off a win. And Nikolaou's been on a tear lately, but uh, Schnell's always a gamer and always ready to come in and get that win. So I believe this should be a pretty decent fight. Not very big names if you're not a hardcore kind of fan. Uh, but, you know, you got number six versus number seven. So it's an interesting matchup. And then you got Brian Barbarena versus RDA, Rafael Dos Anjos, which I'm going to get into a little more. And the same with Steven Wonderboy Thompson versus Kevin Holland. So let's go ahead and move into that. Here we go with Taito Ivasa versus Sergey Pavlovich. So if you heard me, if you listened to some of my past uh, episodes, I I've talked about. I've talked about uh, Tai Tuivasa quite a bit before because Tai's one of my favorite fighters. He's he's a cool motherfucker and he's interesting and he's always fun to watch. It sucked to see him lose. He had his son there and you know it sucked to see him lose, but he lost against a good guy, Hero Gone. And <laughs> you know. It was a tough fight for him, but he held his ground, and he did pretty well, and we'll see a little more about that in just a second, but Pavlovich beat Derek Brunson. Oh, I'm sorry, Derek Brunson. <laughs> I'm thinking of the last. Derek Lewis. Those Derek's, man. There's too many of them, but uh, Derek Lewis. I mean, as you can see, it, you know, Derek Lewis was saying that it was a, what, an early stoppage, that he was fine, but he did get dropped. He did drop down to his knees, and I believe it was kind of a flash KO. Uh, I felt bad for Derek in this one because, you know, this is what Derek Lewis does. Unfortunately, he, he gets he gets hit a couple times, flush and solid, and next thing you know, it's not that he quits, but he like shuts down, and you know he'll always contest it, but unfortunately, you could see it there. Pavlovich has some hard, strong 
solid hits and he gets him. That's all there is to it. So Ty's got to watch out for that barrage of punches that he likes to throw. But you know, Ty is a, a beast in his own right. Because if you remember this, he's he's one of the first people to knock Zero gone down like that. So for him to, I wish he would have followed up with this. I wish he would have held his composure and finished him. But Zero gone is too athletic, and he's and he's way too fast. And he and he was able to uh, he was able to put it together quickly. So unfortunately, turn you know turned it around after this, and this was in round two, yeah, round two of five. So he turned it around, and he you know he got the best of Ty. So we weren't able to see Ty do his normal shoey, but I'm always gonna show the shoey when Ty's fighting because it's getting. I mean, I don't know that I really want to be drinking some beer out of somebody's nasty shoe, but I didn't know anything about shoeies until Ty brought it up. And, you know, he's got his own, he's got his own company with something called the Shoey Vasa. Uh, I talked about it before. So you can go and buy one of those. It's a shoe shaped pretty much like a, a beer, a mobile beer bong kind of thing. So, and then you don't have to pour the beer in somebody's shoe and then have somebody walk around with a wet ass shoe for the rest of the night or you <laughs> but uh too bad he's not fighting on the next uh pay-per-view card because that could be some good content for the live show me drinking out of a shoe maybe <laughs> i'd be down to do it maybe the one of the pay-per-views um but that is something I will talk about a little later is an idea I have for some extra content. Um, so maybe a special announcement later coming. But uh, that's Ty for you. I'm rooting for Ty. Pavlovich is a good fighter, but Ty Tuivas is one of my favorites. And I'm always rooting for him to get the win. Uh, moving on to Brian Barberena versus Rafael Dos Anjos, also known as RDA. Uh... I feel like this is gonna be a good fight, but here's the thing. Brian Barberena is like the legend killer, unfortunately. He's been fighting guys with big names that have been around for a long time. And, you know, it sounds bad, but it, it seems like he's always catching them at the right time of their career to finish them in a fight. So, um, prime example, Matt Brown. Uh, he, he was, you know, but he always takes some licks and he always gets beat up as well. So, but Barbarina is a gamer and, you know, he gets beat up, but he always comes back and he always gets, he always gets a win. It's crazy. Uh, just looking at his, let's see, looking at his, uh, record. 18-8 no so i mean yeah he he gets this is what happens but i mean you, you you've got rda with a record of 31 and 14 it's just a lot of fights um barbarina is the underdog so there's a way to make some money if you want to bet um i would i would say barbarina is a live dog for sure because at plus 420 i don't know what sports book they're getting this from but uh uh, it doesn't show so they're not it's probably DraftKings. anyway whatever sports book they're getting that from rda is a bad motherfucker he's an ex-champion and you know he does things like this 
with these flying knees. He's got dynamic striking and he's quick, but he is a little older. He's taking a lot of damage and he's lost a lot of fights. And Barbarina, like I said, is kind of a legend killer. He he beat the shit out of Matt Brown. He beat the shit out of Robbie Lawler. He got all these wins against all these great, great legends. So you can't really count him out. And going up against somebody like RDA, he could do the same thing. And, you know, everyone's talked about it. So, will Dos Anjos come out and, you know, be the fighter of old and and, and work uh, Barbarena? Or will Barbarena come out and do what he's been doing and just get another legend name uh, as a W uh, in his career? Who knows? But if you want to make some money, I would give that a shot. Uh, that's That's pretty tempting there. Plus 420, you know, do a prop bet, you know, doesn't go the distance or, or maybe do it as a decision or maybe just take the money line. I don't know. I don't get into betting that much, but those are just certain things I know about that I used to do as well. Put it in a parlay. Um, let's see. Tai Tuivas is always also an underdog, and I think he's got a great chance of winning. So shit, parlay tie versus uh, tied to Ivasa, Brian Barbarena, and maybe even throw in Kevin Holland because he's only a minus 140 uh, favorite because I kind of think that Kevin Holland's going to make that. What am I doing here? I'm telling everybody what to do with bets. Listen, if you if you lose, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, this just came to me right now. Maybe I'll put I'll put some money on this. I would parlay at least Brian Barbarena and tied to Ivasa and take that chance. Or... Just take the chance on Barbarena. He, I feel like, is is your best bet right there is Brian Barbarena. Especially he's underdog at that at those odds. But if you want to make some more money, parlay that shit. I would go him and Ty for sure. Maybe throw in Kevin Holland. I'm gonna have to look that one up after this. I'm gonna take my own bet. Um, Kevin Holland's not even ranked, and he's fighting Steven Thompson, who's number six. Well, let's move on to that. Here we go. So Steven Thompson is is uh, ranked at number six, but Kevin Holland's not even ranked. But I'm not seeing this going Holland's, I mean uh, Thompson's way at all. Kevin Holland is a young, hungry guy, and he's always going to come out there with. <laughs> he's always got something up his sleeve. But Wonder Boy is a karate, like an ex-point fighter. An ex-karate point fighting champion and with that karate background he does things like this with these kicks that's been that spinning heel kick and he always finds a way a place to land it whether it's in the body or in the head or just you know beating up your arms but he does have those kind of strikes but he's older now you know, they joke about saying that he's not Wonder Boy anymore. He's Wonder Man. Either way, he's still in great shape for the age he is. I think he's pushing 40 or is right at 40. But that's that's tough for, you know, fight age. Uh, and he got knocked out pretty badly by uh, uh, Anthony Pettis a while back. Um, and he had never really been dropped or even not, you know, knocked out or even dropped like, he, like Pettis dropped him and knocked him out. So... I just feel like he's lost a step and he does doesn't have what it you know 
what it takes to get to get good fights in with these younger guys and kevin holland's definitely that type kevin holland was just kind of sick of being wrestled to death because he's not a big on wrestling and that's why he kind of made this retirement kind of retirement after he fought um Chimaev when he got thrown in the mix with all that craziness that fight uh but he you know he wanted to uh he wanted to get a striker so he got the striker and the strikers even wonder why thompson and he's no joke although i will say he's not the thompson of old but he's still no joke and holland's got to be careful so i hope that uh i hope that he is trained well and and i don't know i'm not I, i'm not really going for anybody specifically in this fight but i will say that you know i like steven wonderboy thompson i just don't think that he can beat holland right now even though um he's ranked and holland's not i don't know it's kind of weird anyway um holland does stuff like this i forgot to mention that's um Jacare Souza, who's a badass and he got holland down on the ground couldn't get him in the right position so holland gets out of it from his ass punches dr ray i mean just completely puts him puts him half out and then i mean the disrespect of holding his head and beating the shit out of him against the cage while on his knees like come on man it's a fucking legend how are you gonna do that to jockery but that just shows how badass uh, uh, how much of a badass kevin holland is and this was crazy to do this with your ankle being held off your back off your butt getting up halfway to throw punches that mean something i know jock ray's older but dude just to kick the shit out of him like that like that's a that's a disrespectful like you stole money from me type of ass whooping in the streets uh good thing the ref was there but yeah so that's kevin holland for you and that's kind of why i'm like i don't know if if Wonderboy Thompson's gonna have what it takes to get past Holland this time. I just hope it doesn't turn, it has potential to turn into a boring fight because if they kind of cancel each other out with striking, who knows where it's gonna go. But uh, Steven Thompson and Kevin Holland usually are involved in really exciting fights and I'm looking forward to this main card. I think it's gonna be good and I feel like they did a pretty damn good job of this card. This is the third to the last fight card for the year so we got this one and we've got went way too long without some liquids oh man i need some hot tea after this maybe a hot toddy or something my throat's killing me anyway so we got this card, we got the pay-per-view, and then we have one more fight night, and then there's a month off of UFC. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to take it off. <laughs> but what it means is I'm going to be covering some other things. I'm sure there'll be other events. I haven't fully looked into it yet, but with that month off, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to keep this going. I'm here while I'm sick. I'm, I was here on Thanksgiving. I'm just going to keep things going. And anytime that I can't be here, I'm going to pre-record something or go live um, on a different night. 
that's kind of what it what I'm here to do. I want to keep it going. I love doing this and I I want to make sure I stay um I want to make sure I stay consistent and and just keep doing it. So uh what I was talking about earlier is I'm thinking about doing a kind of a let's see. I'm not gonna here's the thing. If you've ever watched uh if you watched Rogan back in the day along with he would do always do it with Brendan Schaub, um sometimes Joey Diaz or Brian Kellen or various different people and Eddie Bravo. Um, they would all they would do a fight companion. So pretty much what they're doing is they're watching a fight together in Rogan's studio. Uh, they're all watching the fight. There's no sound because you can't have the sound going over on YouTube. And, you know, obviously the fight's not being played on, on the air either, but they're talking about the fights as it's happening, you know, live reactions. And, uh, and yeah, just, watch, you know, bullshitting at the same time, like normal podcast stuff. So I've been talking to the guys about it. And it sounds like they're in. Not sure yet. You know, I'm not going to say that everyone's in. But, you know, the guys from my other podcast, Christo, if you're listening, this is what I was talking about. I got to message you because I've been sick. So, <laughs> but uh, this is what I've been talking about. So what I'm going to buy the fights no matter what. So I'm always going to watch them. So we can watch them together and we can all react to the fights as they go. Just want to watch the main card for this next uh, pay-per-view on December 10th. So be on the lookout for that because I will make an announcement if it's actually going to happen. I think I'm going to do it regardless. Even if it's by myself, I will react to the fights as we go. I will talk about the fights and the fighters um, throughout the time, although it's going to be tough to hold it up by myself. But uh, no matter what, I'll do it um, because a lot of the people that come over and watch the fights with me at my house and stuff like that, everyone's got other things going on. It's the holidays. It's harder to get people here. And, you know, stuff like that. Um, even my daughters are, <laughs> one of them's going to not be around around that time. So, and I usually count on them to at least be here and having fun with us and stuff. So, because everyone's busy, and I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity and I'm going to do a little live kind of reaction, live reaction type video or uh, stream. Actually, we're going to be live going along with the fights. So if you're watching the fights and you want to hear, listen to uh, the Going Rounds podcast at the same time while I go through the fights, you know. And if I got everyone else here with me, we can fuck around, talk some shit, laugh it up. Um, I'm sure I'll be drinking some old fashions and getting loose and having fun. Uh, that's what we're here to do. And it's some extra content. You can always watch it later. Um, if you if you're not gonna watch along live, but we will be live, or I'll be live at least. So either way, be on the lookout for that social media, everything else. I will announce it. Speaking of, I'm gonna remind you again. If you're watching this, please like the video, share it with somebody. Um, get me some more some more viewers. That'd be cool. Some more subscribe subscribers. <laughs> if you if you're not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe now. Um. And hit that notification bell so you know when I go live and and or release new videos. And like I was saying before, uh, follow me on social media. 
uh, Going Rounds Podcast everywhere except for Twitter. It's Going Rounds Pod. And if you like to only listen to your podcast, you can do that on anywhere you get uh, your podcast. And if you can't find it where you get your podcast, let me know, and I will do my best to get it there. But all the big platforms are here. You can also watch video on Spotify. And yeah, um, these are the guys I was talking about uh, from the final episode and Enough to be Dangerous and The Rumble. I am on all these podcasts. We are in a bit of a transition mode right now. We're probably going to consolidate, so I won't have to go through all three of these anymore. We will probably just do a couple or one. I'm not sure, but we're talking about it, and we're going to just try to put out more content and better content and maybe cleaner content, I should say. Not cleaner as in not cussing, but like structured content. Um, and, you know, just try to get something pretty, uh, I, uh, I lost what I was going to say. I hate being sick. Stupid. <laughs> um, get something more concrete and, and, and something that we're going to kind of keep the brand and, and keep moving along. So anyway, be on the lookout for that. Either which way, for now, we're still going Sundays for the final episode at 8 p.m. Arizona time. Enough to be dangerous is the biggest one in question right now. If we go back on, it'll be 8 p.m. on Twitch on Tuesdays. Um, but the Rumble will stay for sure, and that is 8 p.m. on Wednesdays on YouTube. So come check it out. Be on the lookout for all the news coming with that. And that about does it for me. So thank you for hanging in there with me if you're here. And if you watch this later, I apologize for, you know, all of the interruptions of coughing and stupid sick sounds. But it is what it is. Thank you. I appreciate you. If, uh, yeah, remember to like it, share it, subscribe, everything. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, and I will catch you next week with the preview of the next pay-per-view. So be on the lookout for that, too. Have a good one. Take it easy. Wish me luck on getting better. Peace.